Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 660, Why You Struggle to Delegate Work and What to Do About It, by Audie Redzik of audiredzik.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and uh, welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily. If you are a regular listener, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship, and we're gonna get right to it now as we start optimizing your life. Why You Struggle to Delegate Work and what to do about it, by Adi Redzik of adiredzik.com. One of the hardest things for many leaders is delegation. This is especially true for startups and small businesses, or nonprofits where founders and CEOs wear many hats and often feel they lack resources to get the right support. Although they're not the only ones. Delegation skills are an expression of several personal and leadership qualities. So regardless of the support system or lack thereof, We've all known people who are great delegators, but also those who aren't. So if you have a couple of minutes, let's tackle this topic together. Do you struggle at delegating and why? Before I share my thoughts, take a moment and write down three reasons why you struggle to delegate. At the root of delegation, there are five intertwining themes. I call them themes because they're complex. One, control. Two, awareness. Three, trust. Four, resources. And five, structure or process. Control. I've written a lot about control and our need for control, and I have some links here in the post, but if you don't have time to read them, what's the simplest way I can explain why we try to control? Well, we are afraid. In the context of delegation, we might feel, what if the person f***ed up? What if it's not as good? What if we lose a client? What if and you can fill in the fear. What are you afraid of? In the personal context, this fear might mean, what if you fall in love and you get hurt, so you don't give a relationship a real chance? In work, what if you ask someone to do something and they don't do it as well as you think you would, so you try to do it all by yourself? Can you really control these things without negative consequences, i.e. losing an awesome person or getting burnt out, etc.? Awareness. In order to let go of control and make good, unafraid decisions, awareness is key. Indeed, awareness is essential to becoming and being a good leader. Sure, there are things you can do better than anyone else, but you are definitely not the best at everything. What are three top things you bring to your company, job, nonprofit, etc.? You have to be brutally honest with yourself, and this is where a coach can be helpful, and understand what your competitive advantage is. What is that one thing no one but you can do? In my line of work, for people who want to see me, 
Could I delegate one-on-one coaching or my leadership talks? No, but I could delegate social media, marketing, or sales, right? What if my intern makes a typo on that post? It reflects poorly on me, right? But what if they don't? See how control crept in there? Trust. The next step is to build a culture of trust. So even when mistakes do happen, and they will, we know our team did their best and will learn from it. Trust is essential in any dynamic, work or personal. This includes self-trust. Trust, of course, requires trustworthiness. You can't be trusted unless you're trustworthy. But when we are intentional about building both through honesty, consistency, vulnerability, communication, awareness, among others, we are poised to thrive. There's a great book on this, The Speed of Trust by Stephen Covey, the son of the original personal development guru, also named Stephen. Without trust, there are no quality relationships or teams. Whenever there is trust, people can thrive. Now, imagine your venture or your life enveloped with the culture of trust. All right, back to delegation. Why do you not delegate? Likely because you're afraid, therefore trying to control. How do you stop trying to control? Understand that you're doing it and why. We can't change what we aren't aware of. Then bring awareness into it. Understand what your key contributions and drawbacks are. Then build a culture of trust so that delegating is safe. Knowing that people have your best interest in mind can help you loosen up your grip, if you choose to let it, of course. Once this deeper, broader dynamic is out of the way, we look at who will do the delegated tasks and how we will structure the process. Resources. A lot of leaders try to do it all instead of getting the best people to do it. I get this a lot. Why do I need a coach or advisor or facilitator? Can't my HR person do it? Well, for the same reason I need a hairstylist or a doctor. Therefore, a wise leader will know how to identify resources to help them on their quest. And if they don't know how to get those resources, they'll seek help from someone who does. It was Steve Jobs who said, quote, it doesn't make sense to hire smart people and then tell them what to do. We hire smart people so they can tell us what to do, end quote. Identify your resources in all areas of your business or life and then utilize them. This will free you up greatly to focus on what truly matters and what you're best at. And structure and process. I often tell leaders and managers to define the floor and the ceiling and let your people do their best work in between those two anchors. The final key to effective delegation is building the structure and process. Step one, identify the right person for the task. Don't assign random tasks to available people. Step two, communicate clearly the parameters, ceiling and floor. And step three, create a feedback loop so you know the project is on track. If you have taken care of your resources properly, i.e. hired the right people, identifying the right person for your delegated tasks will be easy. When communicating what needs to be done, use the old journalistic approach of five W's and an H. What, why, where, when, who, and how. This is a great test to see if you're being clear. Just make sure you're first clear with yourself. A trusting environment will help make sure that people feel comfortable to ask for clarification. Communication and feedback loop will be most constructive and effective when you're aware of your own tendencies as we previously discussed. Your awareness of your controlling tendencies and your own strengths will prevent you from, well, being a control freak and overbearing, making your follow-up and the whole delegation mechanism work, and people feeling comfortable to share where they're at and or ask for help. Since these are personal and leadership skills, 
There's a lot more to delegating and learning how to delegate than reading a blog post, but I hope this gives you a good start. You just listened to the post titled Why You Struggle to Delegate Work and What to Do About It by Audie Redzik of audiredzik.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to our author today, Adi Redzik. Uh, he is an entrepreneur, life and business coach, author, and motivational speaker. From a war-torn childhood to meetings at the White House, Adi has proven the possibility of change and the limitless power of determination. Driven by a desire to live life on his own terms, Adi has transformed his own life and is obsessed with helping other individuals and organizations to reach their greatest potential. You can check out his personal and business coaching on his site, which is adiredzik.com. That's A-D-I-R-E-D-Z-I-C.com. But that is gonna do it for today. Hope you enjoyed the post and that you're having a great week so far. And I will be back again with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.